Welcome to the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast with me, Jonah. I am a kid who loves sports. I can talk about sports every day, all day. Think you can handle that? Then stick around for today's show. My guest is Al Spager, the first executive director of the Mascot Hall of Fame, a.k.a. Grandpa Mascot. But first, let's jump into some news. Our first news category, crying over melted cheese. For $800, this MVP caliber quarterback and Jeopardy host is creating a meltdown in Town with comments that he does not want to be in Green Bay. Who is Aaron Rodgers? That's right, Aaron Rodgers, MVP quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, indicated that he is tired of wearing the green and gold. This news arrived at the NFL draft, setting the whole league crazy. Everyone thinks that adding Rodgers will make the team the Super Bowl favorite. But Green Bay does not want to let go. One local restaurant offered Rodgers free beer and burgers for life if he would just stay with the team. I wonder, do, do, do those burgers include cheese and fries? Maybe that would be the answer. Next in the news, say hello to my little friend, the New York Knicks. For the first time in eight years, the New York Knickerbockers have made the playoffs. How good is New York? Well, that's yet to be seen. The Hawks seem to have their number. But if they can make it out of the first round, the city that never sleeps will go bonkers. Our last news story, the DeGrominator is the Dominator. Jacob DeGrom is on pace to break one of the most amazing records in Major League Baseball. DeGrom finished May with an ERA less than one and has a chance to break Gibson's record of a 1.12 ERA from 1968. Everyone will be watching to see if DeGrom will rewrite the history books. Strange news alert! Some of them have called it Josh Fight or the Josh Battle Royale. Others will remember it simply as Josh versus Josh versus Josh. No matter the title, hundreds of people who share the first name Josh gathered in Lincoln, Nebraska to vie for the right to their name. Armed with pool noodles, Joshes from across the country met at Air Park where they brawled as onlookers with other names cheered from the sidelines. The idea for the event began with a Facebook message from the event's organizer, Josh Swain. Bored during the pandemic, Swain started a group message with as many people he could find on Facebook who shared his first and last name. In the end, it was four-year-old Lincoln resident Josh Vinson Jr., dubbed Little Josh by his peers, who was crowned the winner. There was also a Big Josh winner, too. Sounds like they all had fun just joshing around. Our next segment is 
unscripted. Some shows have a mystery crate or a fancy producer to give them content. Me, I have a lucky Patriots hat. I'm going to draw out some news and opinions from the week and give you my unscripted reaction. These are not just hot takes. They are in fuego! Our first question is... Which team will win the Julio Jones sweepstakes? Well, I am a Patriots fan, so I might be a little biased. But I think the New England Patriots will take Julio Jones. Julio Jones has been saying he wants to go to New England. Bill Belichick will make it happen. Mac Jones, Julio Jones, and John New Smith will be the elite trio. Question number two. The Jacksonville Jaguars made Tim Tebow a tight end. Vegas odds have an over-under of 2.5 touchdowns for him this year. Which will it be? I think it's going to be under. He hasn't played in the league for eight years. I do not think he's going to be a great tight end. He might throw maybe a few touchdowns, but I don't think he's going to catch any touchdowns. Question number three. The Dodgers and Yankees are both in third place in their division. Will both, one or neither, get to the World Series this year? I say neither. The National League is a great league right now with the Mets, the Padres, and the Giants. I do not think the Dodgers have any chance of making it to the World Series this year. Now for the Yankees. They started off with a rough start. And they're trying to walk their way back. But you cannot be down too much with the Boston Red Sox, the Tampa Bay Rays, and the Chicago White Sox in your league. The Yankees have, again, no chance of making it to the World Series. And our last and final question is, summer is here. Rate these summertime water activities in order from worst to first. The options are water balloon fights, laying on a pool float, slip and slides in the backyard. I think out of all those three, the worst one is laying on a pool th- float. It might be relaxing, but you need high energy activities for summertime. I think number two will be water balloon fights. They are fun, but when you run out of water balloons, you gotta pick them all up and it makes a huge mess. So that leaves slipping slides in the backyard. That is my number one, because it never runs out of fun, spending time with the family, Going down the slip inside, that is a fun way to spend your summer day. And that does it for Unscripted. Our next segment is Heroes and Zeros, hosted by my twin brother, Gabriel. Thank you, Jonah. 
This is Heroes and Zeros, where we look at the best and the worst of the sports world. Our Zero of the Week is Hall of Fame horse trainer Bob Baffert. Over the last year, he has had five horses fail drug tests after races. Five! The latest was Medina Spirit, winner of the Kentucky Derby. The failed test disqualified the horse and means that there will be no Triple Crown winner possible this year. Bob Baffert gave a series of excuses including trying to blame the positive test on cancel culture. He finally admitted that the horse was given medication that had the illegal substance. It's bad enough when people cheat by taking steroids. At least they are choosing what to put in their body. In this case, the horse had no choice, which is why Bob Baffert is definitely a big zero. On the brighter side of things, our hero this week is former defensive end Brandon Bear. Bear earned hero status by saving a man after a train crash in Idaho. Bear was on the highway when he saw a train and a semi-truck collide. He immediately called 911. Moving closer, he heard a voice coming from inside the truck, which was also on fire. Bear leaped into action, climbing into the truck and pulling the injured man out before the roof collapsed. Brandon Bear, a true hero, risking his own life, to save someone in danger. That does it for this week's Heroes and Zeros. Now back to you, Jonah. My guest today is Alice Bajan, the first executive director for the Mascot Hall of Fame. Thank you for joining me, Al. Uh, it's my pleasure, Jonah. It really is. So how did you get involved with the Mascot Hall of Fame? Back in 2013, I had retired from the steel industry. I was the head human resource officer at a large steel plant in Northwest Indiana. And about three months after I retired, I got a call from a third party that indicated to me that they were gonna build a kid's museum in the town of Whiting, Indiana. And they were wondering if I was interested in heading it up. And I've always been active in United Way and kids projects and just a whole lot of stuff from a uh, charitable and social perspective in Northwest Indiana. And I thought it was a great opportunity. It was a totally different side of my brain from working in the steel industry to uh, helping to build a children's museum. So I thought it was a really fun and interesting opportunity and I just jumped at it. So how do you go from the steel business to mascots? <laughs> That's a great question. A lot of people have asked me that, but a lot of people have said, you know what, it's perfect for you. I've always, I've always been a fun guy um, and I've always had uh, kind of a sports background. I still play hockey at three o'clock in the morning on Friday. So I'm oh. waiting for the, yeah, I'm waiting for the Blackhawks to call me. Um, but I've always had this mixture of doing stuff in the community and being a sports enthusiast and 
just trying to be a decent sort. We've got four grandkids. Uh, one of our grandsons is your age. So I, I, I kind of know, you know, what kids are looking for. And so when I had the opportunity to get involved with the mascot hall of fame, there's a lot of new stuff, no doubt about it. I mean, there's a lot of things I didn't know and there's day, things I'm still learning, but it was a wonderful opportunity to exercise a different part of my personality. Mm. So that sounds very interesting. Well, you we talked about you still play hockey and waiting for the Blackhawks to call you. What, what were your favorite sports as a kid? Two sports, um, baseball and ice hockey. I, I love I love baseball. Uh, that's probably my favorite sport. I grew up in the south side of the city of Chicago playing that. And then I started playing ice hockey when I was younger and I played for, I'm 71 years old. I have played ice hockey for 66 years. Wow. A, a long time. I'm not any good. So I'm not going to lie to you and say I was a great guy, but I enjoy the sport and I still uh, putter around doing it. So you're talking about you played baseball as a kid, you played hockey. If you could play any sport today, professionally, which would you choose? I'd play third base for the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Cubs fan. Isn't everybody a Cubs fan? Huh? Not really. Everybody wants to be a Cubs fan. By the end of this conversation, you're going to be a Cub guy. So, as you said, you loved baseball. You had favorite sports. Did you have did. a favorite mascot growing up? I did. Um, you know, it was, well, it, and it's not from the Mascot Hall of Fame. My favorite mascot growing up was Tony the Tiger from Kellogg's Cereal. <laughs> I, I, was a, <laughs> I was a big Frosted Flakes guy. And even to this day, I'm a Frosted Flakes guy. So uh, it wasn't, it was not a professional or a sports mascot. It was a, it was a character off the back of a, off the front of a cereal box. It was Tony the Tiger. Huh, that's very interesting. Yeah. So what's also interesting to me is I want to know who started the museum. Well, the person that got the whole thing started was um, an individual by the name of Dave Raymond. And I don't know how much or how much not you're a baseball fan, but Dave Raymond was the original Philly fanatic. Hmm. He was he was the mascot for the Philadelphia Phillies. And then he was in the costume for many, many years. And eventually, like a lot of us, got a little older and branched out into other stuff. And so David was the idea guy who generated. He was responsible for the genesis of the Mascot Hall of Fame. And it was an online attraction, Jonah. So it was uh, basically an Internet deal. Oh. And then, least, yes, eventually somebody got the idea as we got into the early 2010s that they were going to see if they could do what's called a bricks and mortar facility, which means you actually build a building. And so David and the mayor of Whiting, Indiana, and myself and some consultants got together and we tried to decide whether it was going to be a good idea or not. And it ended up being a wonderful idea. And there's a absolutely beautiful building on the shore of Lake Michigan that's been in existence now for three years. So how many mascots are in the Hall of Fame? And what, do you, what do you think? Uh, a lot. I bet you know that answer. 
Uh, Take a guess. 50. Half. It's 25. 25. 25 mascots are totally in the Mascot Hall of Fame uh, right now. Uh, 17 come from professional sports and eight come from colleges. And so it's a nice mix of characters uh, that are in there. Um, we're real. We, we make sure that people or, or that characters that are inducted in the mascot hall of fame portray their teams really well. They got to be, you know, good mascots. They have to do good things in the community. They have to be a wonderful representative of the club that they are, are chosen for. And so we're very careful with that, but we're, we've got a nice mix. It's essentially two to one professional and, um, uh, it's, you know, it, it's, a, it's a nice blend of mascots. So you're close. Mm, yeah, I was. So my favorite college team was the Georgia Bulldogs. Is Ugga inducted? No. Oh. Okay. You know what? We got time. There's, um, let me talk to you a little bit about the, the, the mascot Hall of Fame. It's a big museum. It's 25,000 square feet, three floors, uh, two-thirds glass. It's really beautiful. Right now we have... If you're inducted, you get a an inflatable balloon hanging in our atrium. So it's gorgeous. They get lit up at night. And we've got room easily for another 20 more. So there's plenty of room for uh, different mascots to be inducted. And, and eventually, if we get too many balloons, then we'll retire some to a corner and, and, and have that. So there's plenty of room for your favorite mascot. A lot of people ask that question. You have to go through an election process to, to get inducted. So it's not it's not like Grandpa Al is picking them out of a hat <laughs> or it's not like Jonas picking them out of a hat. You have to go through a process to uh, to get elected and eventually, uh, uh, you know, you get your balloon uh, risen to the rafters. Right. Uh, who decides which, ma which mascot are in the Hall of Fame and can I be a voter? Can you be a voter? Absolutely. Uh, well, it's a, it's a three-part process. Um, nominations are submitted by either teams or colleges. And so they, they, they come to us and say, you know, we want to nominate, you know, Tommy Hawk from the Blackhawks or Clark the Cub from the Cubs. And so then we, we compile a list of nominees. And then we have a three-part voting process where uh, we open it up to the general public. And then we move forward and we start trimming down that list. Then we open it up to people that are uh, members of the mascot community. And then finally, there's an executive board. So it's kind of a vetting process, mm. Jonah, where we slim the, uh, the list down. When we, I, I'll give you an example. When we had our last election a couple of years ago, we started with 19 nominees and we got to 10. So we trimmed that list down basically in half. And then when the final votes were tabulated, four new mascots got into the Mascot Hall of Fame. Uh, Blue from the Indianapolis Colts of the NFL, Boomer from the Indiana Pacers um, of the NBA, the Oriole Bird from Baltimore Orioles of Major League Baseball. And then we got our first uh, international character, Yuppie, who was originally was originally the mascot okay i'm gonna give you a question yuki was originally the mascot of who oh think, canadians think canadians he, he's the mascot of the canadians right now but before the canadians 
he was the mascot of the Montreal Expos, the baseball team. Oh. Yeah. And then the Expos went, they disbanded them and they went to Washington to be the Nationals. And that's, and you're right, that's when the Canadians uh, picked them up. So Yuki now represents the National Hockey League team. See, you're, you're, you're smarter than you think you are. Yeah. You're the, wow. <laughs> so in sports, we have GOAT, the greatest of all time. Who is the Michael Jordan of Tom, or Tom Brady of the mascots? It's probably a tie. It's, it's a tie between, I mean, and again, this is not me talking. These are people who are experts in the mascot community. It would probably be a, a neck and neck between Dave Raymond, who is the original uh, Philly fanatic, and Ted Giannoulis, who is the famous chicken. He started out as the San Diego chicken for the Padres. And there was a little bit of a name change there, and so he's now known as the famous chicken. But those are the two really, really, really famous mascots um, in the United States. Really? Because yeah. I, I, I think uh, Gritty should be there. From the, from the Flyers. Yeah, well, you know, let me kind of give you that background a little bit and educate you. In order in order for a mascot to be eligible to be considered for induction into the Mascot Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. the mascot has to be in existence for 10 years. Oh. That's just the rule they came up with so that there would be some longevity on the part of the characters. Mm -hmm. And so Gritty's only existed for a couple, three years now. It's right. kind of the same thing that we're, we do in Chicago. A lot of people have asked us why Clark the Cubs not in there. Yeah. And the reason Clark's not in there is because Clark didn't come into being a mascot until 2014. Mm -hmm. So the earliest Clark could be considered for induction is 2024. Same thing with Gritty. I think Gritty came into existence three years ago. Yeah. So under the current rules, he would have seven years to go before he'd be considered for induction. Okay. Answer your question? Yes. Yes, you did. Okay, great. Why did the founders choose Indiana? And can people see the museum online? Yeah, the, the answer is uh, it was Whiting, Indiana was chosen because of its proximity to Chicago. Uh, if you stand on the third floor of our museum, we literally are just outside the Illinois boundary. We're on the south side of the city. So if somebody wants to come see us from the Chicago metro area, it only takes them about 30 minutes. We literally are right outside the city of Chicago. Really? So we picked because, yeah, and, and we are uh, right on Lake Michigan. So it's a beautiful campus. Um, when you go up to our third floor, you can see the lake. You can see downtown Chicago. So it's really a, a very um, pretty venue where, especially on a beautiful day, the lake is so blue and the sky is blue and downtown kind of reaches right out at you. Mm -hmm. um, and then can people see the Mascot Hall of Fame online? Absolutely. Yeah. Just go to mascothalloffame.com and it'll lead you through a, a menu of things that you can take a look at. Um, it's better in person, hmm. you know, so yeah. if you and your dad or your family ever want to make a road trip, We'd love to have you out there. I would give you guys the personal tour. Um, it's a great place to visit. There's so many things to do. You know, one of the terms we use is that it's an interactive museum. So it's a lot of hands-on educational stuff. And we've worked with a couple of different colleges 
to make it very educational and to make it, it seems like a lot of fun, but there's mm-hmm. actually a lot of learning that goes on in there. Oh. There's mathematics, there's geography, there's nutrition, uh, there's arts, there's engineering. So even though you think you're having a good time and you are, uh, you're really learning a lot. Oh, and if you could be any mascot for a day, who would it be? Oh boy. The mascot hall of fame is represented by our own character, Reggie, the purple party dude. Really? And, yeah. And he is all ours. He, he is specifically invented for the mascot hall of fame. He lives there and he's just a wonderful character with kids. And so if I had to pick a professional mascot, I'd pick Tommy Hawk because, because I like hockey. I think I would want to be Tommy Hawk for a day. Really? He's a great performer and he's a real energetic mascot and he represents a great organization in a beautiful city. But I had to pick a mascot who is like really near and dear to my heart that I get to see every day. It would be our own character, Reggie, because (laughs) loves kids he loves family he'd love a guy like you um he's a he's a good dude well thank you al i really appreciate you being my guest today as a part of every interview i ask my guests to take a short rapid fire quiz i'll give you two options you choose the one that you like best are you ready (laughs) sure (laughs) here we go marvel or dc Marvel. Star Wars or Star Trek? I'm pretty old. Star Trek. <laughs> Being inside actually, or outside? Actually, actually, my wife, Grandma's Grandma Dubs, upstairs watching Star Trek right now. Really? Yes. Being inside or outside? Outside. Car or motorcycle? Car. Chair or couch? Couch. I'm old. <laughs> Baseball or hockey? Both. Pool or beach? Beach. Netflix or Amazon Prime? Neither. Hot dog or hamburger? Both. And finally, my listeners really want to know what is your highest score in bowling? I'm a terrible bowler. Um <laughs> I have a lifetime average, Jonah, of about 108. I think once in my life, I bowl like a 144. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been so much fun talking with you. You know what? Come back whenever you want. We can do another one of these. But like I said, better yet, talk to your dad about coming out to the Mascot Hall of Fame. You'll be glad you did. I will do. Okay. Thank you, Grandpa Al, for that amazing interview. I learned so much about the Mascot Hall of Fame. I hope I get a visit sometime. What would sports talk be without lists? Bumpkiss. So here is my list of the day. Top five things that I bring to summer camp. Number five, deodorant. So I don't stink up the cabin. Number four, stationary. Because my camp is old school, and we still write letters. Number three, bug spray. So I can go camping and not 
get eaten alive. Number two, cards. So I can set up an illegal casino when my counselor is not there. And number one, my twin brother Gabriel. I already have made a friend. And that does it, folks, for this edition of the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast. Check it out next episode when it drops. Until then, see ya. Follow us on Instagram at Little Man Big Mouth Show. You can find the Little Man Big Mouth Podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Listen, rate, and subscribe to let others know how much you enjoy the show. This has been a Hefeweizen Podcast Production.